Studios. This, this is the award-winning After 9 with Scott and Kat. Powered by Tony Johal, broker at REMAX Twin City. Your home sold guaranteed or he'll buy it. Hey now, happy ratings day, radio people. <laughs> it's a. This is the day we find out, well... It's not even that we find out how, how many people are listening or anything like that because nothing is ever sp- specific. You know what I mean? It's just a matter of who actually fills out the information. And that's what ratings are based on in radio. So today is our fall ratings results day. There's a bigger book in the spring, bigger book in the fall. It's all you need to know. So it's a big day for us today. Yeah, it certainly is. Um, hey, listen, if you ever fill out one of those radio surveys, thank you. It's yeah. a pain in the ass to do, but the fact that you do it keeps people like us employed. Yeah. So thank you. And it gives us an idea of what's going on. And it is also a way to be like, hey, I really enjoy listening to those people. I'm going to go out of my way to do it. And that is so appreciated. We have a lot to get to in this episode of After 9. Our phones are open. We will take calls as they come in. But uh, I want to cover a couple of different things here. So let's get started. First off, of all the ways to die. There's some awful, awful ways. This one, I think this guy thought he was going to die, but he didn't. And it's bizarre because it involves a fucking otter. Mm -mm. You've seen an otter before? Otters are adorable. They're just the cutest freaking things ever. They're so cute. No bullshit. I actually thought about an otter. I looked into it. Can you have an otter as a pet? And lots and lots and lots of people have an otter as a pet. But as I read up on it, I thought, eh, that's not really fair to the otter. I mean, I don't clean that tub very often, so I don't think he wants to go and have a bath three or four times a day like I would walk the dog. Yeah. So I decided against it, and hopefully other people do. But this guy is in a real strange situation here. His name is Graham. He's a middle-aged man who lives in Singapore. He went out for a walk last week at the Singapore Botanic Gardens. Oh, sounds lovely. He's been doing that for months, he says. This time he saw something he'd never seen before. A family of otters. They were about 15 feet off the path that he was on. But a jogger came by. Those fucking joggers. Uh Uh-oh. Kind of spooked the otters. So the jogger kept going. The otters were like, what the fuck? Now I'm in a weird mood. Okay, I got to bite somebody. <laughs> Cat, a family of 20 otters, swarmed this poor fucker. Oh, no. Apparently, the otters pushed him to the ground and bit him 26 <laughs> times in 10 seconds. That is intense. These things have got sharp teeth. They bit through his shoes and shorts, even bit him on the ass. <laughs> now, fortunately, Graham was with a friend at the time. I would feel like a useless fucking friend. If you and I were out for a walk and randomly a family of 20 otters started attacking you. What do you do? Do I run? Do I call somebody? Do I try and take on the otters myself? Because there's 20 of them and only one of me. Mind you, they're the length of my arm. They're not very big. Yeah. Not very big animals. Yeah. You you pluck them off one by one. And then what happens when you try to do that? Will, will, Will they all attack you then? Well, Graham's buddy decided he would start screaming and waving his arms. The otters froze. Graham was able to get up and run away. Mm. He had to be treated for his wounds in hospital. Doctors say he's going to be okay. He thinks he'd be dead if his friend wasn't there. A rep for the park says otter bites are very rare, but visitors should be vigilant around wildlife. Yeah, I mean, in theory, all wildlife will attack at some point. They have a primitive instinct. Now, did they feel threatened? 
I don't know. Maybe they just didn't like you, Graham. Maybe you're a piece of shit and they know it. I don't know why they yeah, bit you. Yeah, the otters, that's a strange one to me. Now, if we were to flip this around and let's say this story came from, I don't know, Canada and it involved a bunch of geese, I'd be like, yeah, I believe that. Those are little fuck, those little fuckers. Because they sometimes come and attack you for no apparent reason. You're not even that close to them. Otters, I never thought would be like that. What can we do about the geese here? Because I get that it's a national treasure and nobody wants to have unpleasant conversations. But at some point, we're going to have to talk about all the goddamn geese. It'd be one thing if half of them stayed in Florida for the winter or in the summer, but they all fly back here. And then you've got a weird mix of of Canada geese and seagulls everywhere. <laughs> they all fight off each other, too, sometimes. I've seen that happen. I was out at Victoria Park once, and I saw them attack each other because one goose got too close to the yeah. baby geese, and that's that's a sight. Like the... Like, I swear, they don't have massive teeth or anything, but it, I, it, in my mind, I was like, I saw dagger teeth, like, come out of their faces. Really? Ah! Yeah, they're vicious. Speaking of awful ways to go, this came down yesterday. A woman is dead, and that's sad. But how she died has me fascinated. We've all been to Niagara Falls dozens and dozens of times. Mm-hmm. Somehow, a car ended up in the Niagara River. And they don't yet know where it entered the Niagara River, but there was a woman in the car who has now died. The car made it right to the brink of the falls. It was close to going over, and it still might. It's still in the river. But the Niagara State Park Police, they had to do something. Oh, fuck, there's a car in the Niagara River. There's somebody in there. We got to go and rescue them. So they tried their swift water boat rescue. Nope. Water was moving too fast. Conditions were not good. It's intense there. So, like we've probably all seen in movies at some point, they had to do the helicopter rescue. They sent a chopper up in the air right over Niagara Falls. Divers in his wetsuit. They lowered him down. And think about those 10 seconds when you're a diver. And your helicopter is only about 40 feet above Niagara Falls, right at the cliff. And you get out of the helicopter and you start getting lower and lower and lower towards the water. That would be fucking weird. Yeah. So they got him down. He's still harnessed in. He landed on the roof of the car. Perfect shot. He stuck the landing. Then he had to get down on his hands and knees and, and do like a weird like tuck maneuver to get in the window of the car to get the body. The woman was dead, like I said. He had to climb over the body to get into the car. Then he had to take the woman. They raised her up. Helicopter flew away. When I think of all the shit that I've got to do when I wake up in the morning, mm-hmm. even if you're a Navy diver or a Coast Guard diver, that probably never once crossed your mind that you'd be doing a helicopter rescue at the brink of Niagara Falls. The guy who went there has seen a view of the world that almost nobody else on earth has. And it's not something that he really wanted to sign up for in terms no. of the scenario. It's There are so many things at play with those kind of rescues. And you mentioned the Coast Guard. There's a great movie. If you guys have never seen it, I strongly recommend it just because it's a good drama and there's good actors in it. It's called The Guardian, uh-huh. 2006. Ashton Kutcher, Kevin Costner. Such a good movie. But anyway, that's that's the premise is that Ashton Kutcher's character wants to become the, the best, has the most rescues, save the most lives, and that is exactly the main job is the the helicopter rescue. And 
Kevin Costner's character has it down pat. But just watching that movie fr- freaks me out because I, I'm a little afraid of, of deep blue seas. You know what I mean? Of the water. Uh-huh. I'm, that's, I'm, that's my scary zone. That's the worst case scenario for me is ending up there um, like a boat leaving me, for example. Like that is my, the worst for me. Um, the, it's so scary that this could happen. And we don't, again, you mentioned, I believe, but we don't know the scenario, guys. We don't know if um, the, her car veered, lost control. It was just unfortunate. She got too close to the falls thinking that she'd be okay. And, and that's not the way it went. If this was done on purpose. I mean, we don't know. But what I do know is I'm so glad there's people and there's very few people trained to do this. It's not a, it's not like a, a bunch of people can raise their hand and be like, oh, I'll go today. Like you said, it's not something that happens often. But thank God, we have people trained to do those kinds of things just in case. And some people think that's a waste of money, by the way. Some people think, oh, you shouldn't go out of your way to train and use, you know, uh, whatever it might be, uh, federal money or provincial money or whatever to train these people. It's like, what are the what are the odds? And for the in this case, it was for New York State. Fine. But it could have easily happened in Canada too, somewhere. Uh Thank God there's people that are trained for that. I'm happy to see that at least and it's unfortunate that that she did not survive. But thankfully, someone was able to at least pull the body out. So the families uh, of that woman um, can at least have some peace in that. So last question on this. Now they've got to figure out how to get the car out of the Niagara River. And as you know, the water is rushing. Apparently, the uh, hydroelectric dam that's there on the Niagara River was able to help in this rescue in that it decreased water levels. Okay. So that's good, but we can't stop Niagara Falls to get a fucking car out of there. No, we can't. So there's two choices. We can attempt some high-risk maneuver to try and tow it out of the water. Or... We just let it go. Mm-hmm. Let it go over the falls and we'll fish it out of the river at the bottom. What do you think is the best way to do this? Because I kind of want to let it crash over the falls. Yeah. I mean, is it seriously? It hasn't gone over yet? No. It's like stuck on a rock or on gotcha. a bush or something. Yeah. I mean, I think we should attempt to get it out just because uh, mainly, uh, I don't know. I don't know what would happen if they just left it. If they let it go over the falls. Okay, fine. And yeah, that might look cool, but it's still very sad. You know, I just think about the family of that woman. That's not something that should be a spectacle that people are like, it looks like the car is going to go down the falls today. Everyone check it out. Like someone died in that car. You yeah, know, so I don't like I that. Know. I don't like that thought. I understand that that's an interesting thing to see. Um, but I, I really hope that they just manage to get it out before it does. Well, hopefully they're not sending the maid of the mist in there. The- hopefully you, yeah. you're not on the boat with your little blue poncho on looking at the falls and then, ah, oh, fuck, that's a car that's coming. That's definitely a car. The fall scares me, by the way. Does it? Yeah, I... I Everything there, water seems to really yeah, get in your head. You know what? Like, I love it. I love looking at it. I think it's beautiful, a spectacle, absolutely a wonder of the world. I like it. But that water is no joke. It rushes so fast. And I just, I've, I've heard so many stories, we all have through the years, right, of someone trying to take a selfie by the falls, falling in. There's, once, someone's, once someone goes down there, there's nothing you can do. No. That water is flowing so fast. They'll be killed before they even hit the bottom, most cases. It's just a, it's just a scary thought. I'm having a day. Is there anything else yeah. on my computer there? Or is there it still- actually is. I, mean, I was going to tell you, I was just waiting until this story is up. What does it say? Macintosh HD and network has popped up that wasn't there previously. Oh. That's it. I don't know what's going on, but here's the deal. I tried to down, for like three days now, my iPhone has been telling me, oh, you have to download an update. It's a newer phone. It's a 12. But every time I tried to download the update, it said update failed. Well, this morning- We had some time when we were doing our radio show, so I figured, ah, fuck it, I'll try it again. 
let it download the update so I can get rid of that stupid little red dot notification. Well, it wouldn't come back up. So after a lot of research, I realized, oh, I need to plug it into my computer so it goes into recovery mode. Hmm. Well, the problem is my Mac is great. It's newer as well. But I didn't have the USB-C end to plug into my iPhone. And that's a problem because that's the only input-output that my computer has. There's no USB on a modern-day iMac laptop. So I had to take a break during the show, drive over to a goddamn (laughs) Petro-Canada to buy a USB-C cable, paid 10 times more than I probably would have at Walmart or Costco, Got back, and I've been trying to restore this phone for two hours, and it's still not working. I wonder what the heck happened here. I don't know, but for whatever reason, Kat, it does not like that update. If your phone is prompting you to download, I think it was like 15.0.1 or something like that, whatever the newest update is, I had a hell of a time with that thing. It's still not fixed. And the problem here is all the shit that I need to fix it is on my phone. I thought, okay, you know what? There's a solution to every problem. I don't have a cable. Well, I'll just go on Uber Eats and I'll order a cable. They'll deliver it right to work for me. Yeah, unfortunately, I have two-tier security factor authentication enabled on my Uber Eats account. So I couldn't even do that because it has to text me a code to access it on a a website. Mm -hmm. What a mess. What a pain in the ass. And I did try to find it on, (laughs) what did I go on? Skip the dishes or something, which is so weird to look up a phone cord on skip the dishes. Yeah. It's weird. Uh, but they didn't list everything on there. It's kind of a jumbled mess. But anyway, I'm, I'm glad you found it. But hopefully we figure out what's going on with your phone. Most hotel rooms come with a few treats as standard, including coffee and tea, as well as mugs and glasses. So you can pour yourself some water in your hotel room. As it turns out, according to a former hotel worker, never, ever drink from those glasses. <laughs> Uh, Yeah. You can find Janessa Richard on TikTok. She's made a series of revelations under the Confessions of a Hotel Worker series. Yes. Where she also recommended against walking on the carpet with bare feet. Oof. Is that bad? Because, you know, I mean, I'll get out of the shower, for example. I don't wear socks in the shower, but I've got to go back to the dirty chair where I keep my suitcase to get my clean clothes. Assume everything in a hotel is just riddled with filth and 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 sperm and and then you'll be okay. Like that's usually the way that I like to 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 think of things. Is bring slippers, absolutely, some kind of footwear. I know. It's it seems and some people will think by the way that is an overreaction. Ah, you're overreacting. Who cares you get a little pee pee on your foot? I do. I don't want pee-pee on my feet. I don't want my pee-pee on my feet, I, let alone anybody else's. And people do things. People do weird things in hotel rooms. It happens. We're not saying every guest does. I mean, the average person doesn't. But how do you know you didn't stay in that room with the one rogue weird fucking person that likes to just jizz all over the walls? You don't know who was there. You don't know. And also, when it comes to cleaning up afterward... Yes, we know all the hotels tell you they take extra precaution, especially post-COVID. And and that's probably true, right? Maybe a little extra care. I still don't necessarily trust those glasses. I bring my own pillowcases. I don't trust anybody or anything. I'll still stay at a hotel, though. I'm not that much of a hypochondriac or anything like that. But I just know that. And if you get drunk enough, you, you don't care, though. It gets to a point where if you have enough drinks, you go back to the hotel room, you don't give a fuck. You're going to be one of those, you know what, fuck it, I'll be one of those messy people tonight.
Then Fuck you're going to jizz all over then the walls. Then I'm going to jizz all over the walls. <laughs> Ceiling to floor, bitch. <laughs> she says, I would not recommend you drink from the glasses in a hotel room. They're often not changed between guests as long as they look, look clean. clean. Uh-huh. Anybody surprised by that? Why would they clean something that they don't think needs to be cleaned? It is kind of ambiguous, and I try and help. When I'm staying in a hotel, there's maybe a two dozen towels in there. If I only use two or three of them, I will leave all the rest of them where they were, but take the dirty ones, and I'll set them in the tub or in the shower or on the floor in the bathroom. So the the person who's cleaning up knows, okay, those are used. These ones are still fine. I'd like to think that when I check into a room, all the towels have been changed, but that's not the case. They only change the dirty ones. And maybe not even those, as long as they look clean. Mm -hmm. Well, in another video, she says, you should always be wearing socks or slippers when you're walking on a hotel carpet. Never, ever. And I repeat, never walk barefoot on the carpet. She was explaining that the carpets do get vacuumed very rarely. And she says, when I say rarely, I mean like once a year. Always wear socks or slippers in a hotel. Mm -hmm. But I've seen the maid. There's a vacuum right there. They don't use it. This is like a Christmas tradition. Oh, I think we'll vacuum the hotel this weekend. Sometimes there are things you can't vacuum. And I'll give you an example. Is that once, once it was actually not my room. It was a friend of mine's. We all took, had hotel rooms for the night. It was in the falls actually. And there was a half, (laughs) there was a half of a pizza pocket on the floor. No. So, it was kind of tucked under the, uh, slightly under the bed. Oh, fuck. And I don't even rem- remember who found it. All I remember is someone be like, are you guys eating pizza pockets in here? And everyone's like, don't worry, why the fuck would we bring pizza pockets in here? And they pulled out a half-eaten pizza pocket that was partially under the bed. So the, the person who was cleaning must have missed it. And it was just sitting there like splooging out sauce and other shit that's inside of me. Uh... Now there's pizza jizz on the carpet. There's pizza jizz. Do you see what I mean? Don't let, nothing should surprise you is all I'm trying to say. Nothing should surprise you. But what do you do? Do you phone the front desk and say, yeah, there's a pizza pocket on the floor? I mean, what are they going to do at that point? They'll come in. Absolutely. And you know what? They'll apologize. Maybe the, maybe you'll even get something for it. Like a fresh pizza pocket. I don't know. But, <laughs> oh yeah. We sell those downstairs in that little thing that we call a variety store. You know, the little <laughs> corner down there with a the bag of chips and stuff. For seventeen ninety seven, you can get one pizza pocket. Uh, yeah, they maybe they'll spray it or something, clean it, sure. But like, what's the point? What's the point? What is the point? Uh, yeah, it's already whatever, there. Just, yeah, it's a fucking mess anyway. Just leave it. <laughs> it happened. Just, yeah, what? Let me come over to your place and see how clean your place is. If it's cleaner than this room, then yeah, we'll clean the room. Fuck you. Yeah, I think that you have to have a... Like, uh, you should have decent expectations. Don't get me wrong. You should. The room should... The cleanliness should be there. But I fu- do not expect a full, thorough bleach out of the room before I enter it. Uh, let's see here. (laughs) Yesterday, the World Health Organization came out, Kat, Mm -hmm. and they said that the new Omicron COVID-19 variant is spreading around the world. It's now in at least 39 different countries. But the people who get it only seem to get a mild infection in most cases. Are are we going to calm down now that the government is say, well, not the government. They're the World Health Organization. They're saying mm, just a mild infection. 
Can we calm down? I would really like to know. Can we just do that, please? Well, there's two different people in the world right now. Oy, oy. There's people who are losing their fucking mind about another variant, and they're already saying, oh, we're going to be locked down at Christmas. And then you get those fucks on the science advisory table that put out that ridiculous modeling data the other day. It was laughable. And and then you get those people pressuring the shit out of the government. We need restrictions. We need rapid tests. Like, I swear these people want Doug Ford to drive to their goddamn house and hand them a case of rapid tests. Mm-hmm. Why? Here's the deal. If, if you're one of these people that's screaming about the rapid tests, you can get them. Go get them. Go to shoppers or wherever and get them. If you want to, out of an abundance of caution, have everybody who's coming to your place for Christmas take a rapid test before dinner... I don't care what you do. If that makes you feel better, go right ahead. But frankly, we've handed out 33 million rapid tests already in Ontario. We've still got more in stock, but a lot of them are going home with kids at Christmas. Yes, they and are. when you look at how many schools are closed and how many cohorts are shut down, that's probably the best use of those rapid tests. Schools, mm-hmm. kids, Keep the infection low because it seems like that's where most of these cases are coming from. I agree with that. I agree with sending it home. Not every board is doing it, by the way. Really? Yeah. Why? This is a good common sense thing. Send it home with kids. Let them test themselves. Not every board's doing it. Weird. Uh, So the WHO says it's not that bad. We've got all these rapid tests. Now enter Pfizer. (laughs) A Pfizer, you say? Pfizer's chief scientific officer is recommending... That everyone get a COVID-19 vaccine booster dose as soon as possible. (laughs) Yesterday, Pfizer announced that a third dose may offer important protection against the new Omicron variant. Even though the first two doses apparently are not that effective, the third one is the trick. This is our path to getting back to normal. Like we haven't heard that before. A small lab study in South Africa also concluded people may be more susceptible to breakthrough Omicron infections if they've only had two doses of Pfizer. So here we go again with the fear porn. Oh, fuck. You've only got two doses. You have to get the booster right away or you're going to get the Omicron and the Omicron is going to. Sorry, the Omicron will give you a runny nose and maybe a headache. Yeah. It's not that bad. I you know what you. I'm starting to think about Omicron? And I'm not advocating that anybody do this. If you're a doctor, uh, you should talk to your patients about this. But the way it seems to me is if we have Omicron out there and we can get anybody willing to acknowledge that if you've had COVID, you have some natural antibodies, then if you're going to catch anything, it sounds like Omicron is the one to catch. It's mildly inconvenient. It's not the one that's going to put you in the hospital or the ICU. It's close to a cold. It's similar to a cold. I know it's not a cold, but it's close to a fucking cold. So if you can get immunity from having had the COVID infection and it's the Omicron variant that you get, you're not going to get that sick in most cases, they say. But you do get the immunity from having had it. I don't understand why we aren't having like Omicron parties like they used to have for measles and chicken pox chicken parties. Chicken pox and shit. Yeah. The, okay. So I heard and, and correct me if I'm wrong, that they're working on a booster dose specifically for Omicron. That's going to be different from the first two and it'll be ready in March. Was that misinformation that I heard? No. I mean, they're, they said they can do a standalone Omicron shot or right. they can tweak the current formula to include a little bit of Omicron protection. Okay. What okay. I don't understand Whatever. is there's people getting boosters right now there's people that got boosters yesterday sure. and the day before sure so they've got the third dose but they don't have the omicron specific one 
Are they then going for a fourth fucking dose? Yeah, I don't. I, I mean, I don't know what the answer is. Maybe the answer is no. If you had that booster, you're you're protected well enough. But this one happens to be better at fighting that. Fine. And if you're vulnerable and you had that booster, great. I know some people who have already taken the booster because that that mattered to them. That's fantastic. Mike, but why are we taking that? Why are we even listening to Pfizer anyway? When yeah, this is to, the drug company telling you you need yeah, more of their like, drugs. This just in, Tim Horton says they've got the best coffee. You should probably drink that. You know what I mean? And and Apple says that they have the best phones. You probably shouldn't even bother with a Samsung. Like, no shit they're going to toot their own fucking horn. I hope nobody's listening to them like they would a chief medical officer of health who will tell you you don't necessarily... Well, they are the, they're the only ones right now with that booster dose, correct? Yes. So... Okay, we, we we don't have any other options if you want a booster dose, so there there is that. But also, they're not going to the medical officers of health. If there were multiple, aren't going to be like Pfizer and Pfizer only because they can't do that. That's stupid. How long though until people realize, or how long until we get definitive proof that Omicron is not that bad? I mean, you know, it's going that way if both Dr. Anthony Fauci and the World Health Organization have come out and said people that get it have very mild symptoms. So when are we going to have that conversation about then just catch Omicron? That's the best way to develop natural immunity. You had I COVID. Mean, yeah. And, and, and I will say I've, I've evolved. Because there's got to be people thinking it. I can't be the only one thinking I've evolved on this quite a bit. Well, because of Omicron, basically, I am thinking about it a little bit differently. And I have to uh, agree with you on this one. I, I, although I do agree that if you feel you need that booster and you're listening to your medical professional that tells you, you know, you're vulnerable, you should probably take that booster. Great. Fine. But when it comes to Omicron, which apparently isn't so great, I, I'm with you in that it's if it's only going to give mild symptoms, and and we don't know long term. Okay, that's the truth. We don't know long term, but we don't know long term about anything. This including is all we the have, vaccine. including we including the virus or the vaccine. Yep. We don't know long term anything. So if that's all you're going off of, guess what? You're going to be stuck there doing absolutely nothing because you've got no idea. We don't know the future. We should ask those fucking TikTok future people. <laughs> hey. What are the long-term effects of both so I can decide what I want to do? But uh, either way, I, I hear you on that. If we're tr- truly trying to protect ourselves from Omicron, my question is why? Do we know that there's long-term effects to that? We don't. So I, I'm not I'm not seeing it being a big push for me to go, to be honest with you. Yeah, this isn't motivating me to get a booster. It's motivating me to be uh, just continue doing what I'm doing. Yeah. If I happen to get Omicron, uh, okay, all right, well... Yeah. I'll stock up on some Kleenex for a few days. And and it sounds like that should be the end of it. It's not changing my plans. I'll tell you that much. Like it's not changing my Christmas plans. Nope. I know for some people it will, and that's fine. And to your, to each their own in comfort level. Um, somebody actually that listens to the podcast sent me a DM, and they their wife works on a school board and mm-hmm. was sent home a letter to please ask them to not gather with anyone over the holidays. Oh fuck off! Yeah, exactly. Fuck off. You know. Uh, uh, Listen. You do you. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Just do do what makes you comfortable. Last thing on this, and then we got to get to some other stuff, but doctors, a lot of them, are notorious for their prescription writers. You go in, you tell them what's wrong, they do a quick check on you, they write you a script, and you're on your way. Okay, if I go to my doctor, I'm positive. The doctor's going to say, oh, well, you're in your 40s, you should think about getting the third shot booster, and blah, blah, blah. I know I'm going to hear that shit. Sure. But- Will the doctor, would they actually tell me? If you get Omicron, it's probably a best case scenario. You'll develop some natural immunity and it's not going to make you that sick. This is it's not the worst thing. You don't need a booster right now. Are they going to tell me that or are they going to keep pushing the drugs on me? Because I know that if I see a doctor, it's always prescription, prescription, prescription. 
if I go and see like a naturopath or someone like that, a dietitian, they've got all kinds of shit that apparently works and some people swear by it. Mm-hmm. I could go and see an acupuncturist who would have a completely different philosophy, but none of those ones involve the pharmaceutical companies. It's only the doctors who write you those prescriptions for the pharmaceuticals. And I'm kind of wondering, what are the naturopaths saying? What are the dietitians saying? What are the acupuncturists saying about this? We never get to hear from them because they're not considered doctors. And we have Mm -hmm. to only listen to the ones who will only tell you to get the boosters. And I've got a problem with that. I think if we're following the science and we want all the information, we should have all the information. Yeah, I mean, there are... There are articles about it, but you're absolutely right. Nobody's going to put them front them. And when I say them, I mean everybody you just kind of, you you mentioned naturopathic doctors. um, You have people who are, yeah, maybe whatever it might be that aren't front and center, but you can find information on it. You know, there's people who are trained in alternate forms of medicine and we never hear from any of them. Mm -hmm. Like, do they get a seat at the science advisory table with Doug and Christine? Are, are they saying, you know, we found out that if you drink like two cups of green tea a day, it gives you enough immune boosting antibodies and antioxidants to fight off any virus that you get. Like, where's that sort of shit? I'd kind of like to know. You can find it. But inf- that, but the unfortunate thing is you're absolutely right. You have to seek it out. It doesn't get brought to you. Right. And, and you have to you pay have for that. that in right? the news. If you want a one on one, of course. But there is a lot online. Like, I mean, you can find articles from people who do present their findings and their thoughts on it. You can find it. Well, I kind of like to go and sit and talk and maybe have a tea. Yeah, and find then, out what they, then you what they do. Have to say. Mind you, you're co- if you have benefits, you are covered for a certain amount. But that's private health care, right? Which apparently is taboo. Can't even talk about private health care. I don't know. I mean, some people will tell you it's awesome. Some people will say they had a bad experience with it. I think uh-huh. it's just based on what you what you think and what you want. And if you want to give it a try, give it a try. Uh, let's see here. Pisses me off that I don't have my phone. Can't even tweet out the number. God damn it. Is it, oh, is it doing anything I, over there? I'm know. getting ready to say, fuck you, Apple. <laughs> no, I don't see anything. Hang on. Has it quit? Yeah, no, it's not doing, it's not, it says fuck you on the screen. That's what yeah. it says. I kind of figured I was owed one from them. Well, thank you very much, Pfizer. <laughs> I mean, Apple. I mean, Pfizer. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe Apple should start making vaccines. Uh, if you are uh, the t- type of person who does a lot of driving, Maybe you're even in a carpool. You may be familiar with the term cargument. That's the term for when you fight with the people in the car. I'm fortunate in that my commute can only be done alone. Seldom am I in the car with anybody else. But I get that between ride shares and, and things like that, there's a lot of people who have to share. And every year, they ask people, how did it go? They've come up with the 10 things that we fight about the most when we're in a car share. And how weird is it is if you're in the car with someone right now, you driving somebody around, you, uh, is, is your spouse in the car? Let's see how close to home this hits. The number one thing we fight about is backseat driving. And you don't have to be in the backseat to be a backseat driver. You just have to be that person who's constantly offering your thoughts on how the drive is going. Yep. Getting lost. I hate that. Not that I've ever been lost. lost Or being told that you're lost. I think getting lost could happen to anybody. It could. Doesn't matter where you are. No, I don't like what you is it a guy thing? My husband can't he'll he'll say he doesn't need directions. Let's say I'll I'll give you a good example. He dropped me off at a girlfriend's house over the weekend because don't drink and drive, friends, and I Ubered home. 
So he's dropping me off at the place, and he's been here a couple of times. He's been there a couple of times before, but it's been a while, right? It's been a couple of years since we've been to her house. So he's driving in this area that I know he's familiar with, so I didn't bother asking if he wants the address. And I got it up there if, I, if we need to. We got the Google Maps thing. He just drives and drives, kind of circling. I knew he didn't know where the house was, or he was just waiting to see it. He, he knew what it was visually. You know when you know where someone lives visually, but you couldn't? tell exactly where you were, but you knew it was in that area. So sure. you just drive around. That's what he was doing. And I'm going, well, do you want me to give you the, nope, nope, nope. Nope. God can't fucking admit that I need that. Nope. <laughs> like, what is it? Is it a guy thing, Scott? I don't know. Maybe it's not a guy thing. Maybe it's just people who just want to trust their navigational skills and, and, and it'll make them feel good when they get to that house without needing any assistance. And that's fine. So I let it be. I, we probably took about four minutes longer than we needed to to get there, but we got there. Well, this is the thing. And I mean, I think you, and, and this is predominantly a woman versus man thing. Is it? Guys would be the ones getting lost. Girls would be the ones who would either try and help or be very condescending about the whole thing. <laughs> We and I'll speak on behalf of all guys right now. Okay, we're not lost. We know where we're going. <laughs> Just taking a different route. I've heard this before. Right? Yeah. Everybody's heard For it. For what reason? Tell me more. Because I know a better way to get there. I oh, just need to figure so out. So circling the block next to it is a good way to get to the other place that you've already passed. But I missed the driveway. So we're just going to circle around. <laughs> and why don't you fucking shut up and let me just figure it out. You know? I love it. I love it. In the same way you turn the radio down when you're lost, you should be able to turn your partner down. You just shut the fuck up. I'll that's, figure it out. That's when you turn the radio up to drown it out. Right? It's like, shh, 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 shh. Let me just do this myself. Messing with the heat or the air conditioning. The rule is very simple, and it's not written anywhere, but it's a rule that we all know. If it's not your car, don't touch it. Yeah. Even if it's got dual climate controls, until they say, oh, yeah, you can turn up or down the heat in your side, don't touch the dash. It's not your car. Leave it alone. You think no matter what. So if they like it frigid and you get cold easily, you don't like it so cold, but you see there's a dual button right there, and the dual button just needs to be pressed, right? Because yeah. sometimes it's on autom- automatic. It's all the same. You have to, you just got to hit that button. You're saying you can't even just tap that button and control it. Wouldn't they appreciate that? What I'm saying is it's not yours. So don't Don't touch touch it. it. (laughs) If you would like to have your temperature adjusted, all you have to do is say a little cold over here. Do you mind if I turn the heat up? And, and almost every time they'll say, yeah, 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 no problem. They'll probably even feel bad that they didn't offer. But Always. you don't just arbitrarily do any touching. Always get consent before you touch a knob. Okay, noted. Fine. That doesn't seem fun to me, but all right. <laughs> Bad driving habits like speeding. Yeah. Yeah, I know I'm speeding. Yeah. Leave me alone. Whose directions to follow? The map or if you just know, you know. Right. If two people are using two different GPS apps and they disagree, yeah. arguing over which GPS app to use. Well, Waze says you should go this way. <laughs> It's two minutes slower this way, says Google Maps. Get in the collectors. Way says take the collectors. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Kids or other passengers that are being too loud leads to a lot of car arguments. Sure. Where to pull over on long road trips. Okay. Who gets to choose the music? Uh. Leaving the windows up or down. And finally... Which radio station to listen to or oh, podcast or podcast. Yeah. If someone is in your car right now, let's just picture you're in the car and maybe you're driving right now and 
It's your car. If somebody suggests, you know, uh, this is okay. This what it was a Scott Cad after nine. This is fine. Why don't we put Joe Rogan on? Tell them to get the fuck out of your car. Stop right there. I don't you care if you're in right the middle there, of the 407. The you know what? We're not uh, We're not going to carry on any further with this friendship or relationship or <laughs> transaction. Uh, get out and take Joe Rogan with you. <laughs> uh, criticizing in general. Telling them when to change lanes. Stop doing oh, that, by yeah, the way. That's getting nitpicky. Like, I don't like the nitpickiness. You know, like a general overall, like... Uh, are you going to take the, you know, this general route? Great. Uh, otherwise, t- t- you're not driving. You don't tell me what route to take. The only time I appreciate the, you should get over, change lanes, and get over is my favorite. Get over! Get, get o- over! Get over! Oh, fuck! The exit's in two kilometers! <laughs> get over! Now! Hurry up! It's two kilometers! <laughs> We've driven to many events through the years. I'm sure we've been in all of these all of these scenarios before. You're just uh, you're just you, sarcastic wh- about it. If I'm driving, <laughs> we can be on like the 427 South. Everybody's been on the 427 South, and there's the cutoff where you can go uh, Dundas and Queensway, or you can just stay in the Express and go right onto the Gardner. Cat is that one who will be like, "Oh, taking the Dundas exit, are you? Okay, mm. so you don't want to be there on time? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, like, fuck off." <laughs> Do you want to drive? So you want me to call them now and tell them that we're going to be late? I'm already in a bad mood because I'm the DD. (laughs) You don't need to pile on. And then when I'm drunk later, it's even worse. I told you not to take the Dundas exit. (laughs) I haven't taken the Dundas exit in about two years now. It's It's been a minute. Uh, (laughs) Flinching or shouting as if you're about to be in a crash. When something goes wrong. Okay, I am guilty. I am guilty, but but I'm I'm a quiet I'm a quiet flincher. Is that a thing? Like you know what I mean? I'm trying to be discreet, but you can probably see it in the corner of your eye because I'll grab. I don't know why I do it, and I can't control it, people. I can't control it. But if I'll get my my poor husband, I'm going to give my husband as an example again. But if he's driving and I feel like he's getting a little too close to the car in front of us. I grab the handle of the of the side door. Like the holy shit bar? No, I usually, even lower, even even the low one. Oh, even the one the, that the you lighting. close the door with? Yeah, and I'll just kind of give that a squeeze. And then sometimes I'll pull my head, I'll just hold my head back like that as if the car is coming into the windshield, which it's is not. So fucking rude. And I'll just, <laughs> but isn't that subtle? Like, I just do this, but he sees it every time. He's like, you, could you not, you don't have to do that. And I'm like, I know, but I can't control myself. I'm not, I don't say a word. I don't say, hey, slow down. I never do. But I just, this, this makes me feel better for some reason. I just hold on tight. <laughs> I hold on tight. And maybe it'll be the holy shit if it, if it requires a holy shit handle. But, and I just lean back like, oh, fuck. Do it, That's so hit. rude. That is, is that, just. Is that, that is, worse? But what's worse? Would you rather that I yell out loud? Uh, could you slow the fuck down, please? No, I'd rather you shut the fuck up and just enjoy the drive. I can't. I can't control it. We're not crashing. I'm not, Everything's fine. I, I'm not talking, though. I'm just squeezing a handle. That's Here, I got it. an idea for you. Why don't you get a third car seat and you climb in there with your kids in the I back? Might. I'm tempted. I want one of the ones where you face the back, like the infant car seat. Yeah. Just put me in one of those little cradles. I will face the back and not look at what you're doing. Hello, Toys R Us. Do you have any maxi cozy car seats in? I'm going to put an iPad right there against the seat. It's going to be a great time. A rattle. That's all I need. What I was going to say about changing lanes was the only time I truly appreciate the get over, get over, is when you're in the uh, right lane 
the person who is in the passenger seat has a vantage point that you in the driver's seat do not. The passenger will be able to see if there's a vehicle on the side of the road much sooner than you'll right. be able to see it. So if I'm coming up driving in the right-hand lane and there's a tow truck off to the side, I would appreciate if somebody pointed out you should get over. There's a tow truck there because we're all supposed to move over a lane when there's a, when we're passing a vehicle that's on the side of the road. That's right. the only time I appreciate it. That's sort of a heads up like, hey, in case you didn't see it, there's a tow truck up there. In case you didn't see all the flashing lights, you should get over. One of those kind of deals. Right. Otherwise, don't talk to me. Is that it? Like, Basically. otherwise, don't say a word about my drive. We can talk about anything you want, not my driving. Is that it? That's okay. the lesson from this podcast. Fair. It's not your car. Don't touch it. <laughs> don't talk until you're spoken to. If you're cold, get a blanket. If you're too hot, take some clothes off. But either way, it's not your shit. Don't touch it. Just shut the fuck up and enjoy the drive and say thank you. And you know what? If you want to be even nicer about it, if you want to be a cool person, throw them a few bucks for gas for driving you. How about that? Yeah, that is nice. Don't go through their glove box when you're drunk. (laughs) That's fair though, right? I think I've done that. Could we do that as a compromise? Yeah. Sure. Absolutely. I'll drive. You say one fucking word about my driving or about navigation or touch the radio or play with the climate controls. You fill up the gas tank. Oh, you fill up the gas, especially in the winter. In the would winter you take months. that? Yeah, I think that's fair. You couldn't shut the fuck up. I would up. try. You, no, you I wouldn't. would. You know what? I bring handcuffs and I'd handcuff myself, my hands. <laughs> That'd be weird, but I would do it just so I didn't. I, I just and silent. I could do it. Depends how long the drive is. Maybe not a few. Not many girls are willing to handcuff themselves. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> Very convenient. It's a real time saver. <laughs> Have a fantastic Thursday. Today's Thursday, right? Yes, it is. Have a fantastic Slowest week on the fucking planet can we've we please, ever had. Can we please fucking get on with it? Like, when is Christmas? It, I Just bring it on. Start it tomorrow, even. Like, Could this, Jesus have been born on the 10th of December? I don't know if it's, if it's Omicron or the weather or what, but fucking get on with it. <laughs> have a great... <laughs> have a great day, everybody. Dozens of camels were just banned from a beauty contest in Saudi Arabia because they received Botox injections. <laughs> Not only that, one camel was accused of getting a hump implant. The CDC is recommending that 53,000 people who attended an anime convention in New York last month get tested because they may have been exposed to Omicron. This event, basically it was Comic-Con for Omicron. 15 people... <laughs> tested positive for COVID there. Um, None of them were women, of course. It was an anime convention, but... (laughs) Pfizer announced that three doses of its vaccine effectively fights the Omicron variant. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody who panicked last week was like, honey, where's the receipt for the 2,000 rolls of toilet paper? The After 9 Podcast is powered by Tony Johal, broker at REMAX Twin City. Your home sold guaranteed or he'll buy it. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. 
<laughs> For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.